I'm Mark Adams and welcome to episode 53 of Mark Smith's podcast where with my daughters Charlotte and Catherine we look at the world of geekery and the cartoon Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So this time it is the double episode breakout. If you would like to contact us, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com. On Twitter. At marksmesspodcast.d. Uh, on our webpage. I don't know why I bother because I never update it. And on Facebook. Marksmesspodcast. Somebody be trying to look up that webpage. <laughs> Anyway, we have had a few correspondence since the last episode. Now, we recorded that episode a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, the girls probably don't remember much about it. But Patrick Delmore, he did say about the last episode. I want to know more about how the Adamses liked 10 things I hate about you. Patrick, of course, is from the Star Trek Next Generation, First Generation podcast, which is fantastic. Go and listen. Patrick, I don't know if you're meaning that we shouldn't like 10 things i hate about you or more about what we thought about it i'll tell you this i really enjoy it i thought it was hilarious and the girls sort of looked at it like some archive thing like the way charlotte's looking at me now like what would that be a fair assessment Meh. all right like it was all right would you watch um i think there was a tv series based around it no no, no. okay not that good no. okay and caroline she said Honestly, didn't think the girls would prefer Falcon and the Winter Soldier over WandaVision. Or maybe they did. I'm still not any clearer about the race analogy. Yes, Catherine's <laughs> race analogy. Not uh, just about... Let's not go over that, Catherine. Because you don't even know what just it's about. Just have a whole episode of just me explaining that. Yes, how races... You don't have to have a finish to a race. What? That's what you were talking about. Oh yeah. Remember. No, I remember now. I, I think because Falcon and Winter Soldier was a lot more action-based, where WandaVision, you had to think a lot more. And these two aren't that big into thinking a lot. So, that I mean, obviously, I enjoyed WandaVision more because of the cerebral and the intelligence that I have. That no, would take I me... think it's the first few episodes threw me off a wee bit. Because it was black and white. I just no. liked Falcon and Winter Soldier no. better. No, it was because they were... It was just... It was creating a backstory, kind of, not backstory, but it was um, setting the scene. Whereas in Falcon it. and Winter Soldier, it was already set by like it all other movies. Kill. Okay. Also, like yeah, it was more. Also, it was kind of at the start more detached from the MCU than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier was going from I assume Steve's funeral. What was it? wasn't really a funeral, it was more of a memorial. Oh, right, and giving away the shield. But Steve's on the moon. It's okay. Okay. I find Falcon and Winter Soldier more funny as well. Anyway, uh, moving on, we got we got an email from somebody new. Uh, from Groovy I Mike. Wrong, I think they've emailed the wrong address. Well, no, because it was all about me and how fantastic I am. From, definitely emailed the wrong address, though. From, from, up, from Groovy Mike Decker. Mark, I'm a long-time fan of your podcast. I started listening way back at the beginning of the Geek Alphabet and have loved every minute of it. You have no idea how often I've wished to visit the Sandwich Emporium on my lunch hour and sample the latest invention of Catherine and Charlotte. Charlotte and Catherine. Whilst chatting with you about classic X-Men comics. Yeah, because you're very welcome anytime. We're virtual now. And that brings me to the point of this email. I know it's difficult to find time to podcast with the girls as they're growing up and keeping busy. 
Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it wasn't our fault. The last podcast was um late. That was the editor's fault. Well, I I got some work, so I wanted to do the work and earn money before I did some editing. You don't work on Saturdays or Sundays. Yeah, but then I want to spend time time with my lovely daughters. You haven't been in school. Why didn't you do it? Why didn't you do it? Okay, okay. Let's get back to the email. And now that 50 for 50 is winding down, happy almost birthday, I'd Yay. like to make a suggestion for your next podcast adventure. This idea has been running around my head like a hamster on a wheel ever since Professor Allen Quarterbin did his gala 100th episode. I was on that and I uh, he's going to talk about the Excalibur comics I reviewed for that. What I'd love to hear from you is a podcast devoted to one of the greatest Marvel comics of all time that nobody seems to podcast about, Excalibur. Your great enthusiasm for the Claremont Davis series shone through in your discussion with the cheap, uh, good professor and I've been wanting to have a regular helping of Mark's Excalibur enthusiasms ever since. Can I just say that is a great name, Mark's Excalibur enthusiasms? No, because it doesn't include us. <laughs> Never does. Are you going to read comics? I do. Did. Mm. Kinda. Once. Uh, it is a great idea. When I first started a podcast, one of the ideas I had was uh, talking about Excalibur. And somebody else has done it. The Gosh Golly Wow podcast is going through every issue of Excalibur at the moment, week by week. So if you want your Excalibur fix, they are fantastic. Uh, so thank you very much for that. And the email continues. I hope you'll give it some thought. But whatever you choose to do next, I'll be listening Groovy Mike Decker. Thank you very much, Groovy Mike. I think that's a great name, Groovy Mike. I don't think that's his birth name. I I think it is. It might be a family name. I use that joke a lot. Yes, I I did reply to Mike (laughs) and I told him that I have got plans for another podcast, not just with you two, but actually with your mother, Julie, about Northern Ireland. I got good things in Northern Ireland. If you don't know, Northern Ireland is 100 years old this year. It is. It is. Do you not know that? There'll be like ads everywhere. No. 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 There there are podcasts out there about it, but uh, I think we'd try and do something Mm. different. I'm trying to convince Julie to do it, and it would be a couple of years in the making, and it would take a bit of effort. But I could pop in with facts because I'm doing about the partition of Ireland in history. I did about Northern Ireland. Yeah, okay. We won't quiz you on that. (laughs) Anyway, as alluded to by Groovy Mike, it has been my birthday. Thank you for all those people who followed the 50 for 50 podcast listening to my life and those that encouraged me as well i really do appreciate that and those that uh, gave me a lot of support in that thank you i listened to two of them you listened to two of them the last one and the one <laughs> that included the snippet of me and Catherine being minions at the end. <laughs> i hoped you wouldn't notice that anyway no, because I- caroline commented about it so that's, I thought, that's I true thanks caroline you gave the game away. Uh, but no, no, that's okay. But thank you. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that my birthday is also Catherine's birthday. So she, we oh, shared uh, a birthday. Uh, uh, she looks more my age than I look her age. Huh? <laughs> I don't know whether it's a compliment or not. You look more 50 than he looks more 18. 15. <laughs> I'm 18. Yeah, I could pass I'm for 18. Maybe I could pass for 18. Yeah, uh, because you've definitely been asked for your to see um, some ID when you're buying alcoholic like, beverages. That, that's the thing I like in the supermarket when you have when it's, it says you have to be 21 or, or they'll ask you their your ID. I always show my ID anyway. If you wore a hat, it might be slightly better. 
Is the glare off my head distracting? Mm. Thank you. You'll Any- to blind and then they might guess you're 18. Anyway, do you not kind of wrinkles in my hair? Or <laughs> my wrinkles in my hair? Just wavy That's hair. just not... Anyway, what groovy, geeky things did you get for your birthday? I got the Meg, like the DVD, not the actual fish. Not the actual fish, because we're still eating it. We have watched that as a family night, and that is the one movie you gave 10 out of 10. I think I give in to the Spider-Verse 10, maybe. Maybe, maybe you did, yeah, but we've already I'm got that sure. one. Yeah. Have you watched it yet? No. It's still wrapped up. No, that's okay. It's like comic books. There's a lot of people listening to this who've got comics they've never read, but they want to own. I saw the TV read. Yes, to be read pile. That's, that's a euphemistic term. I still haven't watched the second Die Hard yet. Oh, when the third one is a lot better than the second one. Second one's nice, where the third one's got it's a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't have the third one. Oh. But I watched it the other night. It's still good. It's one of those did ones you, you, you flick through. I did, then I, then I deleted it. It's one of those ones you flick through in the TV and it's on. You watch a wee bit more and a wee bit more. And a wee, I've learned to, to just to press record. Uh, when I get there. I got the Snyder Cut of Justice League, uh, which we will watch sometime, what is it, 16 hours or something like that? <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan, well, not, it's not that I didn't like the Justice League, but uh, it was outshone by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's also very dark colour-wise, yeah. which makes it hard to watch on a screen at home. I keep, we've had on TV Wonder Woman and Justice League, the non-Snyder cut, but we haven't had uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman yet. Talking about movie lighting, um, in school we watched one of the Macbeth movies and the teacher said that this is like the darkest one. I still don't know whether she's talking about like the plot or the actual <laughs> lighting. The only light came from this one green fire that was in no, every I, shot. I'm pretty sure it's the darkest as in like goriest one because I remember. I did get uh, a couple of other things. I got uh, some comics. Caroline sent me, Caroline Rob sent me some comics from my birth date. Abino, Incredible <laughs> Hulk, and I forgot what the third one is, but I mean, I opened, I gently opened up the bag and had a sniff of that smell of comics. <laughs> oh, honestly, it's, it's the, the best gl- smell. Old books. Oh, yeah. It's the glue they use, and it brings back so many memories. So many memories. I'm Professor. It's that old, I don't think it's toxic anymore. I'm pretty sure it's more toxic. And Professor Allen sent me uh, some British comics uh, from the late 90s, I think. Uh, Motormouth and things like that, which was fantastic. Ruth and Darn, Sutherland, they sent me one of their cards saying, I am rad. And it was Charlotte who pointed out, oh, that's Ruth and Darn. Yes, R-A-D. Are you Ruth and Darn or are you rad as in radical? We're, or ridiculous. We are all Ruth and Darn. I also got Netflix for a month. Oh yes, you got well, Netflix for a I month. Did. When you when you say you got Netflix, everyone else stole it too. <laughs> well, to be fair, when she, at Christmas and Charlotte's birthday, she got um, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. And um, you stole it. You you saw it before she did. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> I different. Go, I didn't go on Netflix before you. That's okay. That's okay. Totally did. I got a Marvel notebook from one of my friends. Oh yes, that was I nice. I think it's like the same one you have. Yeah, sure. uh, that was a nice. That's good. I have loads of notebooks now. <laughs> it's what you put in them that counts. No, but, it's when you go to start a notebook and you're just like, is this important enough? 
And can I rip the page out if it's not? No, yeah. see, I go to start like a new notebook, then I realize like to write something important, in it, and then I realize there's a whole bunch of doodles in it. I, I mentioned Ruth and Darren Sutherland, and they do. I'll actually listen to their latest podcast about Trekker Talk. TrekkerTalk.com. And they did talk about an exciting project that is uh, Trekker being made into an audio series. I find that quite interesting because Trekker is a comic book. So you have to use your imagination with the sounds of it. But audio dramas, you have to use your imagination for the look of things. Or so you could a... just have the comic and the audio thing and yeah. do both at once. Well, they're going to be going through the comics. I think I might do that. I think I will the first episode. Anyway, we'll put in some trailers. Um, in fact, we'll do that now. And we'll come back and we'll talk about Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes in a wee moment. See you in a minute. Bye. Bye. Hey you, yeah, you listening to this. My name is Mercy St. Clair, and I'm a trekker. Not a very glamorous job, but not according to some group called the Akadek Gonagon Theater Works. And me. I think your adventures can be very glamorous. Oh, come off it, Molly. What I do is dirty, dangerous, and frustrating. Maybe. But I know I like hearing about what you do, and now other people can as well. That's where you come in. Yes, you. The one I started talking to before being interrupted. Head on over to 8TW.Ninja and look for my adventures as dramatized by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works and some guy named Ron Randall. Or else. Mercy! Ron Randall's Trekker, a new audio drama by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works, presented through the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. Coming summer 2021. Hi, I'm Kyle Benning, and I love comics. In fact, I love them so much that I ramble on about them on a number of podcasts, all on one feed, found under the King Size Comics Giant Size Fun banner. I talk about comics with extra page counts, like Treasury Comics, Prestige Format Books, DC's Dollar Comics, Marvel's Giant Size Specials and King Size Daniels, and much, much more. I also love to talk about DC's Christ on Multiple Earth crossovers, free comics from special promos, free comic book day, Star Wars, my life as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, random comic book back issues, and many other elements of geek culture that happen to strike my fancy. There's new content usually dropping at least once a week, and it's all found on one feed. You can subscribe via iTunes. Just search for King Size Comics Giant Size Fun in the iTunes Store or podcast app on your iPhone. Otherwise, you can follow the podcast at the King Size Comics Giant Size Fun blog headquarters, available at www.kingsizecomicsgiantsizefun.blogspot.com. That's all one word, kingsizecomicsgiantsizefun.blogspot.com. Or follow on Facebook by simply searching for King Size Comics Giant Size Fun. So for snappy review and discussions on comics, new and old, usually done from the front seat of my car or my lunch break at work, check out King Size Comics Giant Size Fun. Okay, welcome back. Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. This is the first full episode and we're going to do Breakout Part 1 and Part 2. 
the events of the previous episodes all come to a head. Jimmy Woo asks Tony Stark, remember Jimmy Woo? You've just been Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo asks Tony Stark if he could check on the vault systems due to the previous escape of the Grim Reaper and Baron von Strucker, and Stark puts the request on hold. Meanwhile, Bruce Banner attempts to persuade Leonard Sampson in the cube to listen to his views of S.H.I.E.L.D. and General Ross and is completely ignored. Hank Pym in The Big House questions the mad thinker who implies something will happen soon but corrects him with when it will happen. And the Wasp and Maria Hill are strolling along the helicarrier hallways talking about Nick Fury's job offer to the Wasp, who reconsiders it since being in S.H.I.E.L.D. has an all too serious workout atmosphere. The breakout begins when the cells of 74 supervillains have opened and the security systems deactivated all of a sudden and then chaos ensued in all four major prisons as they begin to escape. Nick Fury isn't so worried about the big house which brings down a helicarrier or the other prisons but is worried about the raft because within the raft is kept a prisoner that he doesn't want anyone to know about. Graviton. Graviton, nearly destroying New York, is beat not by one hero, but by all the heroes coming together, especially the Incredible Hulk, who uses his massive strength to beat Graviton. In the end, the heroes decide to stay together to fight as Avengers, to deal with threats that one hero can't deal with by themselves. There you go. Right. Oh, yes. You, you, what we do is we sit down and watch it, and Catherine takes about five pages of notes. Now, so, this isn't all settle my, in, folks. This isn't all my notes. But my question is, why are there 74 villains in the one place? Did, did they all come just from, like, America? And if so, why do they go to the place where all the superheroes are, not, like, somewhere else in the world where they're less they're, likely to get caught? Because they're slightly supervillains. Huh? Okay, they're supervillains. So you've got you've got the vault, and that's the one Tony Stark's at. That that doesn't make that doesn't give an explanation because okay. they're supervillains. Okay, let's go with your notes, Catherine. Let's go with uh, the first one. So, you know the people at the start in the hazmat suits. Yes, that is um, AM. Yes, AM, Advanced I, Idea Mechanics. I don't know what kind of suits they have, but it looks like they look like highlighters or something. Or they have like square heads. Yeah. 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 They look like the hazmat suit people monsters from Monsters, Inc. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just hazmat suits. And whoever the woman is there, she kind of looks like Doctor Doom with, like, the bits on her face. Did you not get that reference? What where, reference? Uh, I was too busy writing notes. Tony Stark was flying away in his Iron Man outfit, and he says to Pepper Potts, or whoever it was he was talking to, uh, I've made somebody really angry with uh, capturing that, uh, and his name rhymes with Voom. Or Zoom. Oh, so, I thought it was Jimmy Woo. So no, I. no, Doctor Doom. She works oh. for Doctor Doom. Oh, that makes it, it sense. annoyed me that Jarvis had a different voice, <laughs> and I couldn't tell whether Tony Stark did or not. You're going to. He has yes, different actors okay. playing the voice, and this is before MCU really took off. Um, Tony Stark kind of looks like a Tim Burton character. I don't know why he just kind of <laughs> does. Okay, that's worrying for Tony Stark. Yep. And my quest so. You know the way it's called Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Yes. Why is Thor in it? He's not from Earth. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. It could be worse. It could be uh, America's Mightiest Heroes. Thor had a friend. Oh, yes. That's Jane Foster. 
No, not that friend. Oh, uh, Balder the Brave, who who wasn't in the movies. Is that the guy with a big beard? No, that's the guy in bluish. And silver. Blue and silver. Yeah. He didn't have a beard. Thor was on top of a mountain doing his L'Oreal advert, and then he <laughs> his friend came along and go, "Hello, friend." Is, ho- is Thor a horse because he goes, nay. And uh, why are his shoulders so big? Maybe he is secretly he has a horse. shoulder pads. No, maybe he is secretly a horse. Of course, of course. Himself. Also, um, Jimmy Woo kind of looks like a mix between Superman and a vampire. Because he has like Whoa. the hairline of a vampire. Oh, the and he has like the little curl. Widow's peak. And he has a little curl that Superman has. Also, Jimmy Woo is pasty. He's almost as pasty as me. He's not that pasty. So you know the bit where the wasp says who's that and the shield woman said that's classified? Technically that means that Black Widow's name is classified. No, not, that's not <laughs> technically what it means. Technically. If you ask me who's that and I say shut up and sit down, it doesn't mean that person's yeah, going to shut does, up and sit down. That's, what, that's the answer to the question. Why is Hawkeye in prison? He do be in prison a lot. We covered this in uh, the episode that was about uh, he the Hulk. It there. Because uh, Black Widow framed him. Oh, Black yeah. Widow was working with Hydra. Oh yeah. Oh she, I yeah. Forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. So he's in jail. Also, like everything was going wrong at once. Yeah. So why did it all go wrong at once? Because the thinker said it would. But no, the thinker knew it would. Who caused it all? It all happened at the same time. Somebody caused all seventy-five or seventy-four prisoners to escape. Maybe they just. Did it? Like, you know when you go to the shop and you meet your friend and you didn't plan to meet them? Maybe it was like that. If it was 74 of them. Aye. Ah, no. Why was there green smoke? That was in the cube because it was gamma radiated. Gamma radiation in Marvel is green. So, when I saw Fury, I was like, why is his hair white? Then I remembered later on that in one episode he was like on a plane thing in the mountains and then somebody turned his hair white because they made him older or something. Yeah, Baron Zemo or whatever you call him, um, he sort of took some life force out of him. Do you know what really bothers me? So in movies and like TV shows and stuff, when there's this like super villain or something who has like cool powers and then people just like, guns! That's gonna work, you know? Pew, pew, pew. Like why, why would you even bother at that point? Like it's not gonna work. Sometimes you have to try. If all you've got is a gun, it's it's when uh, in the there was an old TV series, Superman, The Adventures of Superman, or something like that, from the nineteen fifties or sixties, and uh, Superman would stand there when the the villain's shooting at him. He'd just stand there, and when the villain ran out of bullets, he'd throw the gun, and Superman would duck. So you know Wolverine. I, I not personally, but I've been to the same party. Isn't parties. he like? Stop rubbing your feet, please. Isn't he like Canadian? Al- allergic to silver bullets or something no not gold. that i know of gold. i thought it was silver there's some sort what? of bullet that, that can penetrate his skin oh well that adamantium oh. well any bullet can penetrate the skin i was about to say if it's silver then it's any technically a werewolf is that gold what is that gold no, werewolf is silver oh. gold like if you had a pure gold one it would just like crush. oh that might be vampire no, vampires no. Nope. Nobody, nobody with gold. Gold, if it was pure gold, then it would just like squish against your skin. I don't think it would just squish. Well, I mean, pure gold is um, soft. Yeah, that's true. That's why you don't get like 24 carat jewellery. You do. Well, it would like, you'd touch it and it would like 
It's not that soft. I know, but like you kind of hold it and it'll just squish. Anyway, uh, what, what about this cartoon we're talking about? Anybody got anything more to say about yeah. it? Thor has such a tiny nose. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, cute. Nose. It's just like Thor got surgery for his nose. I have to say I like the animation in this because they're very stylized. And the thing that I love about it is they kept the costumes of the mm-hmm. comics. Yeah. So uh, even when you look at the supervillains, there's one supervillain I I don't know who well, he is. Freeze boy. The freeze boy, a blizzard. That's who he is. He looks like the one guy from the Lego Batman game. He looks like uh, Mister Freeze. Oh, Captain Cold. Captain Cold is a Flash villain. Oh. oh. Mister Freeze is a Batman villain. They tend to find in the Marvel universe you swap villains all the time, where in the DC universe they just create another one. In the DC universe, you know, Superman's got his villains, Batman's got his villains and all that. Right. You know the helicarrier thing? Yes. Do people know it's there? Yes. Do they, like, apply for jobs there? Well, it's a secret organisation, so they like, have to do it secretly. It's not much secret. Yeah, if it's floating in the sky, but, like... Have you seen the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series where they've got a name written <laughs> yeah. out and everything? We're S.H.I.E.L.D., but we're gonna have... But we're gonna have... We're S.H.I.E.L.D., but we're gonna have our logo plastered over everything we own, even the water bottles. <laughs> I actually saw a picture and they did have the logo on the water bottle. Right, so you know the guy whose hair turns green? Yes, that Doc Samson. First of all, he kind of looks like the Joker. Second of all, why doesn't the Hulk's hair... Why doesn't like Bruce Banner's hair green? Because each time there's a gamma mutation, it's slightly different. Which is why the leader is really smart and the Hulk is really strong. I think I'm going to say he's really stupid. Um, He's not in this. I love this version of the Hulk. I really wish it was the version that was in the movies. There was this... um, I don't know if you only saw this villain for a brief second, but he looked like a mix between the Beast and the monkey dude from The Lion King. You know oh, the, yeah, the yeah. one that goes Simba? The, the man, I think he's called the Mandarin. Yes, the Mandarin. Oh, he kind of looks like a werewolf. He, he, can, he can release pheromones that control women. What's I think pheromones? Um, smells. I know, that control women, so he can control women. Um, so I mean, he can get it, a lot of stuff done then. Is, um, so you know Bruce Banner, is he like I... strong as himself? No, he's quite weak. Oh, how his stuff fell on his back and he didn't die. How does that work? He was work? trapped oh. under it and he wasn't crushed by it. Um, Hawkeye kind of looks like an oil. Like with his pointy bit. Um, your man Graviton, he was locked up like Mr. Incredible was locked up in that, in the Incredibles. Oh, yeah, yeah. With just his arms and legs and circular things. Do you understand Graviton's powers? You can... Influence gravity. gravity. I, in the comics, it is the most stupid thing because he goes, I will take away gravity from you and you'll shoot up in the air. And he mentioned that. That's, That's not, not how, how gravity works. works. So if Tony, like, if he gave him no grav- gravity and sent him up into space, surely he'd still be able to, like, go back to Earth. So, like, why couldn't he go back to Earth? Because, like, if, if you're at a planet with no gravity, you can still land on the planet. Like, you still land on the moon. Well, I, well, I think in that... It was Thor he talked to about, I will take away gravity from you, you fly up in the air. I think with uh, Stark, it was, he, sh- he did negative gravity, so he uh, pushed him away. Nice. Your man, I can't remember what he's called, but he has a big old forehead. He's pur- kind of purple. Purple oh, or yeah. green? The pur- he's purple. Purple. Small, purple, big old forehead. Small, purple. Maybe he's green. He's a secondary colour. 
<laughs> like, what about him? I might jog my memory. He just had a big old forehead. He lo- he's like the opposite of Thanos. He's like Megamind. Oh, you, you mentioned um, no, uh, the leader mm-hmm. is green on the big forehead. Aye, that'd be him. It reminds That's not purple, it's green. Sorry. It reminds me of the monkey guy from the Parpoff Girls. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, but you know the way when Ant-Man like gets bigger or smaller or something? Mm-hmm. You know the little like yellow circle things? Yes. They kind of look like girls. cereal or Scooby Snacks. <laughs> Hank Pym cereal. So Are we on episode two yet or not? Oh, we can go on to episode no, 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 two. No, 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 we just... So you know the gravity guy? Well, I don't know what he's called. Graviton. Um, you know his, his like shoes and gloves? They like sh- like shrink. Yep. To- that would be really handy for when your um like hands or feet grew. Uh-huh. So you just you wouldn't need new shoes. Just use the same ones. Part two was the big all-out fight against uh, Graviton, and you had that. Gra- let's talk about Thor. How he tackled it. What sort of skull does like Tony Stark have for his helmet to be shaped like that? Like, it's just weird looking. For, for all the things inside the helmet and the heads up display and all, the helmet, I think it's like a TARDIS. Yeah. Ooh. He puts his head in and it's a big cavern. Because mm-hmm. it shows at least, what, 15 centimetres between his face I and the helmet. I love the way you talk about 15 centimetres, then you do this thing with your hands to denote something that definitely isn't 15 centimetres. <laughs> way bigger. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you know the moon or the sun. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the moon no. and the sun. No. Yes, I know. Would you stop saying? Do you know? No, in the program thing, it looks kind of fake. Like in that one, it's a cartoon. Of course, <laughs> it's fake. No, like you know that one movie where the guys like the TV show thing, and like people just oh watch Truman it all Show, the time. Truman yeah, Show. It looked like the moon out of that. Right. Okay, we tend to draw the moon bigger than it is. Do you think Graviton would be able to lift Mjolnir because he can control gravity? Well, he wouldn't lift it then, he'd just be floating it. Mjolnir is magic, so it's not... Mjolnir is magic, so it's not about physical strength or science. So... I figured out what Omega level emergency means. It means that all the staff have to run and go... (laughs) No, 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 I'm not finished. And go and get their... Omega-3 and Omega-9 or 6, 6 tablets to make them big and mighty and strong. Oh, yeah, that, that's good. I wondered about that when he said Omega level. Or, or, yeah. why, is right. that, why is that the highest level? Right, I have a concept. Say, what you know what Ant-Man gets really big? Yes. Would you be able to cut his hair with a lawnmower? <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably shave with a lawnmower. Yeah, because it'd be like more precise. Yeah. Oh, so you know the way part of the, like, wherever the place was was floating? It's not like the exact same thing that happened in Age of Ultron. Uh, kind of, yeah, but this was before Age of Ultron. It's it's uh, a quite a Marvel trope because Doctor Doom made things float and bits of Manhattan have floated and etc etc. So you know, Ant Man and the Wasps costume things. Yes. Why do they have antennas? Like, does that help them communicate but, with the ants more? And why yeah. do they have it in the movie then? It's that, the theme. That's a, it's a theme. Uh, it's to communicate with the ants. It's from the comics. And if you look at uh, Endgame and the original Ant-Man helmet back in the 70s, they had that. But I find it funny that like they couldn't defeat the gravity man, um, but then just some ants kind of did, you know? Well, it was distraction. That's the thing. When Wasp, I mean, Wasp zapped him, that didn't hurt him that much. It just stung him. So it distracted him. 
So he had to concentrate to do the uh, gravity thing. Asgardians are very polite. I oh just, yes, because Thor goes. Well. I recommend you stand down. Yeah, you have to have to be that. Bit like me. You would have to have some queer insurance if you lived in New York. I was thinking that because the place was wrecked. I like the wind and all. Um, so you know the way when Ant Man's small, I'm like the wasps small. They're still yeah. like strong, like as as if they were normal. If you don't think about it too much, yes. Well, but if they were bigger, would they just be real, like really weak for their size or? Something? No, they get stronger. No, I think I think they get stronger the bigger they get, but the smaller they get, they stay strong. It's like. The um, surface area to volume ratio. Maybe. I'm not too sure we anybody that. wants you to explain I did this. I that in biology and chemistry. Okay. So at the end of the cartoon, you have uh, the Avengers have formed. And Nick Fury wanted them to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. But they said, no, we want to be independent. So you've got these three. You've got uh, the Avengers who have to come together as a team. Including the Hulk, who nobody trusts. You have got Shield, who nobody really trusts them either. Would you trust Shield? Don't know. And you've got the super villains who've escaped. But you've also got a mystery of how did they escape? Oh yeah. It's never mentioned. It's never brought up in this. In what we've seen so far, who do you think, or what do you think caused them to escape? I think it was Black Widow. You think it was Black Widow? Mm-hmm. Why? As a distraction? Huh? Why wasn't would she, she evil in like she the was, last one? She was in the helicopter as oh. well. That's, that's true. basically the headquarters. Right. And she didn't say anything. She was like, what passed? And then maybe your other woman's in on it too. Maria Hill? Aye. Oh. No. Maybe they're all in on it. Don't drag Maria into this. I like her. Good for you. So where do you think the Avengers will go next? What, what do you think they'll do? No, they'll go get some enchiladas. I think that they will go and try and find all of them. Maybe they put like trackers on them so they can just be like, ah, so and so's here. Okay. This is based on not just the first Avengers comic of them all coming together, and this was the first Avengers in the first Avengers comic, but also on a, a comic in the early 2000s, uh, which was the New Avengers. There was a breakout of jail, and these characters came together. Not the same ones, but different ones, and we'll probably meet them along the way anyway. So I was thinking, like, you know the way in that one Doctor Who episode they had to go inside a Dalek? Yes. Into the Dalek. So what if, like, like they needed to do that, but in, like, the Marvel thing? So then they just put, like, Ant-Man in a little, in a gun and just shot him? In one of the great Avengers comics, Ant-Man went into the Vision's body. There was an episode of Justice League where the equivalent, the DC equivalent of Ant-Man went into Batman because Batman wasn't very well. Aye, uh, and they went into his whole bloodstream and went. <laughs> I feel like I saw that. There's a '60s movie called Fantastic Voyage, which uh, these scientists get shrunken down into microscopic in the, in this submarine and injected into somebody to try and cure them of whatever it was they were needed cure of. And then there's Inner Space, which is a '90s action movie, which we should do. Martin Short. Is it Martin Short? I don't know. He gets injected by this guy in a tiny, 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 tiny submarine. He has to get him out before he explodes and comes big again. Nice. So uh, that's a good action movie. Dennis Quaid. He plays uh, the guy in the wee tiny, tiny, tiny submarine. There was, there was um alternative, not ending, ending storyline where in Infinity War and to kill Thanos, that they just shrunk Ant-Man down, put him into Thanos, like made shot him into Thanos or something oh that's uh, how it should have ended 
That's in how it should have ended. Aye. Yeah. Okay, folks, uh, we're going to finish it there. Uh, Honestly, they've got lots more notes. And if you, gentle listener, would like to comment on anything that we say, you can by email at mymarkspress at gmail.com. This is where we need, like, (sighs) subtitles. (laughs) Yes, that works so well on a podcast. Just like a random error message comes up. Press 888 for for subtitles to your podcast. On Twitter? At Mark's Mess Podcast, like the D. On Facebook. Mark's Mess Podcast. And wherever you like on a web page. I don't know anymore. Look look up any website. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. And next time we find out how the Avengers are settling in to their new headquarters and what is going to happen with them. Does Ant Man have a tiny sofa for when he's small? I don't know. Like a big one for when he's big. Do you think? Do you think they all go to like it's IKEA in America as well? Uh, I don't know. Do you think they all go to IKEA and like they each choose out the theme for their room and like buy all the furniture, decorate it, like some designer stuff or something? No, no. But Stark doesn't care because he thinks they'll be away within a week. Where will they be staying? In one of Stark's places because he has many. So you know in that or so so you know in Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Uh, what if? Do you stop saying? Do you know? Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you so, know? Do you know? So what yes, if, I know Golden. So, I read it to you as a child. So what if instead of the bears, it was actually just Ant Man was like his uh, different sizes of bears. Yeah. <laughs> Goldilocks and Ant-Man. the Ant Man. Ant Man. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we will uh, talk to you next month with more of this insanity. Bye. 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 Bye.